Cousin Allie? Cousin Mark? Cousin Cousin Val? Hello? Hello, is everyone here? I dialed you both at the same time this time. Oh, we're getting getting advanced. (laughs) Don't think I'm not advanced at this point. She's a pro. Well, welcome everyone to our podcast, Space Trash. Oh, I'm so glad we're all here on Space Trash. I miss you guys. It's been I've missed it. Oh, it's been, been a little hard. while. Yeah. I feel like that's the other slogan of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from reporting the news as we think we might have heard it. And it's been too long. <laughs> that's that's a recurring theme is that we miss each other immensely even though we see each other like every week right if we did this podcast every day it'd be the same <laughs> i missed you where <laughs> um so how do we even how do we even start this episode it's so big it's so it's so meaty and rich yeah yes hmm you guys, you guys are the, you're the leaders here. I'll follow. Okay. That was like, like, this is y'all's show. If you, <laughs> I'm still getting we, used to it. We were doing so good until now. <laughs> well, let me just tell you that I've been doing my research and let's tee it up by saying that this is a very important episode. Reason Cousin Val is with us tonight is mm-hmm. not only because she's fantastic, but because <laughs> you were there live at John Mulaney's From Scratch yeah. for Philly. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, very jealous. <laughs> so when was the date of... What what date did you go to the show? Jeez, oh, oh gosh, it was recent. <laughs> rough was... rough guesstimate. Uh, I think it was October like fourth, maybe or fifth. Okay, it was early that October. Checks out. That early checks out because it was right before Pumpkin Fest, which was yes. for ninth. Yes, 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 yes. It was the weekend before that, so. Yeah, and if so, I, I'm sorry, we, we did so, not, we did not coordinate, Cousin Mark. I'm sorry. We probably <laughs> both have like a million questions each. So you go first. We do. Um, so that was before. Mine's more recent drama, but we could get into that later, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, we can. We can lead up to that because I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't want to jump the gun. <laughs> You were on top of that, I must say, though. Not to jump the gun, jump the gun, but you were you were on the cutting edge. Oh yeah, I I know what happens. I'm... Oh gosh! All right, so where do you, where would you like to start? What questions do we have? How was it? <laughs> uh, broad... No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, well. This to be fair, this was my first comedy show that I've seen live. Like I've never been in person to a comedy show before this. Mm-hmm. So definitely an interesting base. Um I thought I thought overall funny. <laughs> Very important to be funny. Um 
I thought it was great. I thought it was different than um, just his presence was different. Um, I think for obvious reasons with what he's been dealing with, you know, um, but I thought it was still extremely funny regardless of like there being some differences in his energy maybe and like his like way of just explaining things I mean he's still the same John Mulaney that we know and love but Mm. he was definitely a little different which I think is fair but I overall wonderful experience I was in shock that it even happened I almost cried when he came on stage don't know why (gasps) (laughs) I believe it because just imagining it now did he wear (laughs) did he have like fresh press suit or uh I think I mean listen I wasn't that close to him but (laughs) he he was wearing a suit I believe okay 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 um so there's that I have no idea the quality of said suit but yeah he was looking fresh um so there's that. Can I back it up and ask you a quick question? If you recall, like, how did you, so you watched John Mulaney through net, like whatever his previous specials. Right. Were. How did you get turned on to him in the first place? Um, SNL, definitely okay. SNL. Okay. Um, just, I, I don't know. I think I just found him like through like SNL, especially actually through Seth Meyers um, during the last election, because um, I found that Seth Meyers, like his, I guess, quote, news that he would give was very digestible and not overwhelming. So Mm -hmm. I would watch his little update videos while the election was going on. um, And then through there, I was like looking at his other videos and I was like, oh, he's got John Mulaney. I know him from like SNL and he whatever. And, you know, that's a very interesting career path and something I am very interested in. So I just really took a while there to, like, look into who he was. And, you know, I found a found a connection there. Yeah. So mainly through Seth and SNL. Oh, warms my entire heart to hear all of those <laughs> things because I admire all of them so much. And I was doing a little bit of research today and I didn't realize that John Mulaney and Pete Davidson went on tour together as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. never heard much about it, but... Yeah, I knew they had a a little bromance going. I didn't know they yeah. did a tour, though. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't know that. Now you missed they a saw, lot of that one. They saw some concert together. What was it? It was like Stevie Nicks or something. Oh, was it? I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but uh, that sounds right, though. (laughs) No, but that checks out. I love that (laughs) because uh, Pete didn't know it was who it was going to be, so he was like, "Oh, I'll go to a concert." It was it was a funny interview. I don't remember where I saw it, but (laughs) it's just a random point. But you know, no, but he isn't he the one that in John Mulaney, especially he talks about because Pete Davidson has like a. He changed oh, his well, name or something in the in his cell phone. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, Pete, uh, according to John Mulaney, I guess, changes his phone number quite frequently. And so what John Mulaney started to do was just put, put random celebrities' names on his new number because he had so many numbers. So he <laughs> just started doing it as a joke. So, like, he knew, it, knew what it meant to him. 
but like other people obviously you know they don't know what they're talking about and then should I go into the rehab story that I think I I think I told you briefly about I just think it's so fantastic if you don't mind (laughs) no of course of course so in (laughs) rehab um John Mulaney was apparently a troublemaker so he said um and when he was sleeping he had to have a nurse stay in his room with him to you know make sure he wasn't pulling any stunts and he had his phone on his nightstand and he got a bunch of missed calls from pete because pete couldn't make it to the intervention so he was just checking up on him you know and the nurse is just looking over at the phone and she realized it says uh al pacino so five missed calls (laughs) he has five missed calls from al pacino so naturally the nurse wakes him up which i don't know (laughs) This might be important. Right. Right. The nurse wakes him up and he like, you know, he's still half asleep, basically. And, you know, he sees Al Pacino on his phone and he thinks Pete Davidson. So he's not concerned. He's not like, oh, it's Al Pacino. He picks up his phone and he starts having like a normal conversation with (laughs) Al Pacino. And the nurse is like freaking out, like staring at him and whatever. And I think she had asked him what the call was about after as well but he had a whole skit where he uh he pretended to be the nurse and was imagining what she was probably thinking the oh conversation was <laughs> it was oh it was amazing it was really quite funny i can only imagine so having seen him in the past and then seeing his performance now like i have heard uh, again, I haven't seen it. I've only just been trying to like read reviews and whatnot of people right. who were there. But it was like they were saying he was just very, very um, sincere, I guess. Yeah. The word and vulnerable was another word, which I thought yes. that must take a hell of a lot when you are in the comedy arena. No, yeah. Hey, um, this dark. Yeah period of time and sort of turn it to to sort of like frame it in a way where you can get laughs but also where you maybe get closer to your people right no he definitely was those adjectives um (laughs) he you know I think in general it was a very vulnerable thing to do the show like period you know yeah. what I mean? um, because the whole basis of the show was like, you know, this is where I'm at right now. This is what's going on, you know, starting from scratch. So I think he definitely was vulnerable and sensitive, especially one thing we I think, you know, just being more honest with himself in the beginning. I think I mentioned to th- this to you um, that he made these T-shirts, right, because he has merchandise he's selling. Oh, yeah. And one of the T-shirts says, <laughs> I saw him after rehab, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, John Mulaney, yeah. uh, which I really wanted to get, but I couldn't get one. It was too big of a line, but whatever. Um, so in the beginning of the show, he's talking about these shirts and he's like, guys, um, so I ordered uh, too many of the Philadelphia shirts and normally that wouldn't be a problem, but I'm not living that life right now. <laughs> stuff about like you know like how much money it cost him accidentally and stuff so he was like he spent like the first five minutes of the show talking about how he needs us to buy these shirts which <laughs> in and of itself it's it's so funny but like considering the circumstances that he was like please I need your money 
it was, <laughs> it was kind of a little shocking, I guess, because I think even though I was very aware, and I'm sure everybody there was very aware of his life situation, it's still weird to see a celebrity in person during like a show and for them to be like, I don't have money right now. It's wow. like a, a really wow. bizarre thing because like you think like, you know, he must have money. He's standing on the stage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. that was a very honest moment for him. But I it was also extremely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like everything. He kind does. Of like in a certain sense, like his whole shtick before was basically like, I'm not a celebrity just like you guys aren't. And sort of, like, looking at that lifestyle as though it was the other. And now he kind of, it, like, he is a celebrity. He, I mean, obviously skyrocketed to A-list comedian. But then also being tied to, perhaps this is a segue, but stop me if it shouldn't be yet, to Olivia Munn. Right. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Because now it's like, okay, you you are sort of that caliber and that league and you're in that world now right right yeah it's like going from that comedian to oh this he's in the a-list now yeah (laughs) like so yeah i feel like it was very contradicting the feeling of watching him you know be on stage and be like please i need your money we were like (laughs) okay john we got you (laughs) (laughs) But you did you feel, down. like, to that point, got you, like, did you still, like, did you come away with a feeling of, like, we're on your side, we've got you, we're glad that you're coming through this tough time? Yeah, I think it was definitely kind of like a parent moment, you know, like, you mess up and the parent's like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <gasps> it was kind of like, <laughs> it was kind of like uh that energy was filling the room I feel like where it was like we're on your side and you know we want to be here for you and support you but like you know you're not we're not just gonna let some of the mistakes you've made slip you know obviously like drug problems like hey we're we want to help you out of that but other responsibilities that we don't so much agree with what you're doing you know we're gonna be judging you but we want to help hmm interesting yeah Because I think since he is a comedian, as much as he is obviously a celebrity, I feel like comedians specifically, I really, uh, I I find it easier to detach them from their fame. I see them as normal people easier than I would like a singer. That is a very interesting point. So I think it's easier to sympathize. Because yeah. they're literally turning their life into their material, and there is a vulnerability right. there. Cousin, cousin, Marky, Darky Charms. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you that because you're like resident comedian to me. Yeah. I. Yes, I did stand up twice in college, so. <laughs> you're just oh generally goodness. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. It is that like fine line between like what is John Mulaney the character and what is John Mulaney in his life? Right. And where that overlaps, like what is, what is he saying sarcastically? What is he saying passive aggressively? It's like, Mm. 
feel like yeah. the lines between that have become so blurred, especially yeah. lately with, especially in like millennial Gen Z humor, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I definitely agree with that point. Yeah, because uh, what I watched a TikTok recently about uh, Bo Burnham's inside. Go check out our episode on it. Um, <laughs> yes. And it was saying how how much millennial humor is just apathy right. because we've kind of just given up. Is um, apathy like a wounded soul? Is that what you're saying? Uh, apathy is kind of like to the point where we just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like you say the world is ending like I give a shit. Apathy yeah. is a tragedy and boredom is a crime. There it is. There it is. Thank you, Val. I'm coming through with the Bo Burnham reference. And I get it. Like, I am obviously a couple years older than you guys. Mm -hmm. But y'all are very sweet. (laughs) Um, But I get that. I get that. And I'm, I'm so curious to hear. Uh, John Mulaney's special whenever it comes out because I'm just so curious how his how his whole outlook is, how his presentation is. Did he talk about Olivia Munn at all and that whole situation? Uh, he quickly brought up uh, Olivia Munn, just kind of like mentioned that he's dating her, mm-hmm. but he did talk a little bit about the child because um, he made the joke about how when people found out they had mixed reviews which doesn't really happen oh yeah (laughs) yeah like when you tell people you're having a child normally you don't get mixed reviews what Um, did he say he said something like that's how i knew i was problematic (laughs) yeah something like that yeah he was like yeah there was something there um but that he really didn't go into detail much about that i think um i think he's very aware of talking about other people in his comedy so like as much as Mm. that is definitely his life I think he's very aware that sometimes you just have to not mention those things like he can go into detail about him and his friends during the intervention but it's a very different scenario when it's you know an ex-wife or a new girlfriend that's pregnant so I think he was very respectful of that to not bring it up because I think that would have been I I actually think I would have critiqued him if he did do that if he did go into major detail about his divorce and whatever I think that would have been a little insensitive okay so I'm glad he recognized that (laughs) yeah and that's a good line to draw in comedy especially oh my goodness I have to bring this up me and my friends, um, before we saw the show, we were pre-gaming John Mulaney with John Mulaney um, <laughs> by watching his old specials. And he had some line about his wife that, you know, now his ex-wife. But during one of his specials, um, he, he made a line about, like, how his wife took his Best Buy rewards card or something. And that <laughs> he would only get it back if they divorced. And me and my friends, were we were hoping that someone in the audience would bring it up. And be like, did you ever get your Best Buy rewards card? <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen, unfortunately. Oh. But 
<laughs> I, uh, I just thought that was really funny that we were obsessing over this Best Buy Rewards card joke. Jamal, uh, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we know you listen to the pod, John. <laughs> you, man, we know. <laughs> He's on next week, our next episode. <laughs> Right after Lil Nas X. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my we, gosh. Sidebar, did we see him on Twitter doing a live at 7 a.m. over the weekend? Lil Nas X? He did, like, some sort of live video, I guess, on Instagram or something, and he was muted, and then everybody was on his case about whether or not he was fully functioning, I guess. Oh, my. Oh. I did not know about this. You know why you didn't know about this is because you're normal people who sleep in on Saturdays. (laughs) And I'm like literally up at six o'clock and I'm writing and I'm doing all these things. And I'm like, the hell's Lil Nas X doing a live video at seven o'clock in the morning? (laughs) I don't know. And so that's how I knew because I'm old and I saw it and then... He um he never explained himself, which mm-hmm. maybe you don't like. Maybe the best thing is to not explain yourself sometimes. Yeah, yeah I mean, it sounds like it in this situation. I mean, also he is what twenty years old. So he's like, so he's a baby. He's he is a child. He's is he twenty? He's like very young. I don't. I don't think he's twenty-one yet, even. But let, let the kid have his fun. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, good for him. He literally owns the world. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how successful he is for how young he is. I knew he was young, but I'm not sure exact age. But it's definitely insane how quickly he you guys got big. You you guys. He's twenty-two. Wow. Born April 9th, 1999. Wow. wow. There you go. The, that is wild to me. How did how are little Nas X and John Mulaney connected again? <laughs> how did, how did this how did this happen? Did I how are we here? Wait, I don't know. I don't know. Um <laughs> if we want to segue home. back what I heard on Twitter. <laughs> I've been um, I've been eating Halloween candy, um, oh. a lot of it. So my mind is jumping. The remains right. of pumpkin fest. No, no, I restocked because <laughs> <laughs> I eat all the candy and then I eat all the children's candy and then I had to buy more because it's not even Halloween yet and I want to give out Halloween candy. <laughs> that that is the tradition. Um. <laughs> Oh, I need to buy candies. I'm... Are you guys going to give out candy or are you going out to collect candy? <laughs> uh, I give out candy. We usually do. I try to do full size bars because <gasps> I want to be that house. And also we don't have yeah. that. <laughs> oh, that's my God. very reputable. I, I do my part for the community. <laughs> you really do. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, last year, um, I put out a bucket of rubber ducks on our front porch. 
because I didn't want to hand out candy because of the coronavirus. Oh I don't well, know if there you, you heard go. Of. That is the sweetest thing. I feel like that's what Ernie <laughs> did. Like Bert and Ernie. Because <laughs> they say you should have like something else for kids who might have like allergies and stuff. Right. Uh, cousin Mark, you are just a Inclusive. real kid. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm a hero. No need to. Here's cut to the point. Cut to the point. I'm a hero. Come on. I don't like to throw around the term hero, but not <laughs> amongst men, you know. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I think I somehow detoured into Lil Nas X, but we were supposed to get into cousin Mark segue, which is right um, about John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. Uh, boy so I guess has it been confirmed or is it just alleged at this point that they have broken up I think it's a very strong rumor Mm. so I have read as well can I just tell you guys real quickly that they're going to have this baby and I have a name for it right now (laughs) (laughs) what's the name so I think it should be called Mun Laney Baby. Mun Laney Baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. I I approve. I That's, think yeah. I think that yeah. part's definitely really happening and people are questioning the whole timeline of like how this all went down. Right. But I think they're it seems like they have set the stage for perhaps they're not going to stay together. Right. Right. What I saw um, because I was looking this, looking up all of this in detail for this this podcast, um, doing my homework. I oh, went God. through a bunch of different articles, you know, trying to find some credible sources. And the main thing that I had found was that somebody who, like, is in contact with John Mulaney, um, they were, like, vaguely saying this, but trying to avoid it. They were saying, like, an A-list comedian and a, like, bc list actor who recently just got married one of them was in rehab like you know what i mean they were saying everything but their names yes and saying that they're in a split or about to be you know splitting up but that they will be doing some sort of sort of co-parent thing Mm. so hopefully there's no like (laughs) complete abandonment that will happen but I do know that if there would be, it would, sadly, I have a feeling it would be that John would not take care of the child. Ooh. Seeing as his opinions on children in his past, you know, ever in his past. Yes. Well. Jumping the gun a little, but that's what I'm seeing. By all means. (laughs) By all means. Jump the gun. (laughs) (laughs) Jump all over it. Sorry. Keep going. (laughs) Go on ahead. <laughs> I mean, I oh. guess there's obviously no way to know ahead of time. I, like, one step at a time, this gentleman, right, right, just got out of rehab. Like, there is a lot of shit this person is dealing with. And maybe stuff he's not even quite dealt with. And then, 
this is like the part where I start feeling like, okay, now we're all going to like judge this person that we don't even know and like use our armchair psychology. Well, he shouldn't have this, that, and the other. And right. Yeah. They're human beings. Like you're, you're, you're being shown all of this stuff and they're just human beings. Like showing their whole lives on camera and using it as part of their art which to me is sort of fascinating too because like Mark you were saying earlier like the character of John Mulaney but then there's actual John Mulaney who has to actually live his life like I think I read in one article and obviously Val you were there that like he ended by saying like he's so grateful that he could still be around to do stand up yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, I think it's definitely a harsh thing that they're going through, like, all of this publicly. Um, and back to, like, kind of the thing I said before about, like, being a disappointed parent. Um, mm. <laughs> I think that's kind of the situation. I think, I will, like, at least fans that are kind of like us who are like, oh, we actually like John as a person. We're hoping he's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people that are like that are kind of just like acknowledging, you know, that this is just how life goes for some people and they are just people, but also, I guess, criticizing it because of the fact that they are setting examples for people. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's where the main thing, the main controversy of it comes from is like, what kind of an example are you setting for your younger fans, especially? Wow. Yeah. And especially people out of right out of rehab i mean right i believe they say like don't do any le- major life changes yeah or something like that and he divorced his wife he got with someone new and he's having a baby with them and now they're broken up right allegedly. He's like, he took that advice and just completely reversed it just went the complete other way right he was he was a trickster within rehab and out of rehab yeah, he's got to have a nurse watching him while he sleeps out of rehab now too. Apparently. Oh, sorry, oh, that came sorry. off a little harsh. <laughs> My tone, yeah. Apparently, he's got to have someone. All right, we we're all rooting for him. We want we, we want everything to be the best case scenario. Yes. To clarify, yes. But also, we we call them likes we see them. Right. Was that too many plurals? <laughs> 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 I think it was just the right amount. Yeah, I may be half a beer in. Let's let's not talk about it. <laughs> Ali's high on candy. <laughs> I have had so much candy. Like I have had so much candy. Um but I think it's such a fascinating question about like if you are at the top of your game as an artist right slash comedian slash writer whatever it is your creative mm-hmm. people does that automatically make you a role model that you have to live up to a certain standard hmm. Hmm. i think objectively i would like to say no but then realistically i think no matter like if you want to be a role model or not, I think it's just kind of something that comes along with a lot of fame. 
Yeah, because the fame, right, is not accidental. Like, you have chosen fame at a certain point. Right. Is that true? Wait, do we think that's true? I mean, I would say for most scenarios, but I mean, not every single one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the reason he got on stage in the first place so that was that so people would listen to him. Right. Right. And now, not that it's right that we're judging him, not that it's, I don't know, but he did put himself out there. Not that he was asking for it, but right. you are put under a microscope. That is the reality of fame. Yeah, and it is. And some part of me feels like that is the sort of paradox of wanting to be an artist is look at me, don't look at me. Right. Both at the same time. Yeah. Definitely. Like when people ask that question, would you rather be rich or famous? Ooh, um, rich. Definitely rich. Well, yeah. I would go rich. <laughs> Allie was rich. <laughs> Wait, which would you rather? What would you guys rather? Well, I wasn't saying it was the wrong answer. I was just saying it was surprising how fast <laughs> you just decided. <laughs> Like, you didn't consider it pros and cons on either side. You're just rich right now. Which is a fair response. (laughs) Very fair response. I was just a little, oh, okay. Yeah, I I mean, I fully agree. uh, Yeah, I think I probably agree. I mean, while also, we don't like the rich tax tax billionaires. Different conversation. (laughs) Oh, tax. Very separate thoughts. Tax the rich. I want but to even and you can tax me. <laughs> but even when Valerie, when you were saying how he was asking everyone to buy the t-shirts, like right. it, no matter how much fame you have, you you still need to get by. Yeah, I yeah, feel like cool. there's. I've heard so many people or seen so many situations where fame is something that you have to like survive. Like, it becomes, it seems like it becomes a thing that almost removes you from yourself because you have to be like this. You're constantly thinking about, like, what your image is and holding that up and being in the public eye, and that can really mess you up. Right. I believe that. I mean, we saw with Ellen DeGeneres, (laughs) she was the... The nice dancing lady, and then um, some people come out and say, "Nah, she's not that. She's not that nice." Yeah. And now, and now it's kind of blown up in her face, and it's wild. Oh no! Is that still happening for poor Ellen? I didn't know that. Um, I don't know. I guess her show is either in its last season or had its last season. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. So, don't know what what's on Ellen's plate next, but man, what a groundbreaking figure, though. Like, right? Even if Definitely. this is the end of her public season or famous season, like she just did so. She did so many brave things and broke so much ground. And like, if she needs to go. Take some time, just in case she wants my opinion. <laughs> right, Ellen, Ellen. We know you listen to the pod. <laughs> we Ellen love you, John. Ellen. We love you. <laughs> but it definitely, what? like the fame. Not that, like, 
even you get a big head, but at some point, can you even help it when you have everyone catering to you? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have interested parties, right? So, like, your agent doesn't want you to become not famous because now agent doesn't get paid. Like, there's so many people around you. I mean, look at Britney Spears. My Poor gosh, Britney. yeah. What a mess. Free Britney. Yeah. Free Britney. Like, Britney, we know you're listening. We know. We love you, girl. <laughs> We're on your side. We love you. Um... People like it just messes you up, and I think it's it's sort of touted as this ultimate thing. Like if you're worth something, you get famous. If you're good at your art, you get famous. Like fame is sort of like this thing that people chase, but then you can get caught up in it because you're it's a machine. It's like a machine. It's and not then just- it chases you. Yeah. Then it chases you. Sorry to interrupt. I just. <laughs> no, that's good. We're gonna. <laughs> We're going to write that down. Okay. Take, take um, a- Allie to comment. Oh, sorry. Hmm? <laughs> I was going to comment something. I'm sorry. You go, you go. No, you go. I don't have a comment. Oh, I was. Okay. Um, sorry. Um, what I was going to say specifically, uh, which like you were just talking about, is that um, with like messing up and stuff and how you're constantly worried about your image Mm -hmm. um it the public eye especially now um it doesn't give you a chance to grow so when you make a problem like you cause a problem or you make a uh you know you make a wrong choice or something and you're a celebrity you're you don't really get a chance anymore to grow as a person you're Mm. like you know quote canceled now so cancel culture you know, very present and very harmful. And I'm very worried about John Mulaney because I think he needs to grow. And I think at the same time, he needs criticism. And a lot of people need the criticism that cancel culture can offer, Mm. but also they need the space to grow. Like there's no point in just completely removing a lot of celebrities. Like obviously some people deserve to not have a platform at all, but yes, yes. And I think another term I've heard is. Yeah, another term I've heard is accountability culture. Oh, where we just I like that better. Hold them accountable, and then once they've made their peace, we we let them we let them platform again. Yeah, interesting. Wow, that seems better to me because I think cancel culture is very toxic yeah yeah I have mixed feelings on it but I do think we need to make people give people an opening right remember how at the beginning of this uh, Val you were saying like we're the disappointed parents like we're yeah. not bad, we're just disappointed in your choices. Make better choices, <laughs> right. and that's what this is almost sounding to me like. Where we're like, we we want you to be accountable. Like it's almost like the fans right. and the audience are the parent, and we're deciding for these celebrities. Like, right. you need to act right, and you need to grow up, and you get your shit together because people are watching you. Right. It's a very I mean, I... interesting. Like flip. It's like 
you flip the switch and they have the power, but now you have the power. Right. I think especially in this time, you know, with the youth right now, I think more and more um, us as fans are realizing how important we are and that celebrities aren't celebrities without us. Yeah. So as much as we rely on celebrities, you know, for whatever entertainment or we just like them, they completely rely on us. So I think it it makes sense for us to be disappointed parents sometimes to them. (laughs) I think it definitely makes, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And there's sort of this what's what's fascinating for me to see is the social media aspect of it, because I grew up completely without it the majority of my life. So my relationship to celebrities when I was 17 was like, I would purchase a magazine. Right. Right. Like from a little store, wherever, wherever I went and I would bring home the magazine. I would see these pictures taken by paparazzi and it was like, they caught, you know, what celebrity getting into their, I don't know, Jeep or whatever it was they were doing. But there was such a, there was such a huge distance between yourself and a celebrity. Whereas now you're all using the same platforms as a celebrity is like right. you're on Instagram, just like the celebrity is on Instagram. And so there yeah. you can comment right to, I mean, te- technically speaking, it's probably their publicist, but like you could essentially write a comment on John Mulaney's Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And it feels like it goes right to him. That was not anything that we experienced. So this like kind of almost levels the playing field in a way. And plus any technically speaking, anyone could get on YouTube and grow a following of their own. Like that's so new. That's so new. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a lot easier to become a celebrity now mm-hmm. and to stay connected. Well, 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 with celebrities. <laughs> it all circles back full circle. <laughs> yeah. Someone please reach out to Lil Nas X. I want to make sure he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He's too beautiful. We have to make sure he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to protect him at all costs. <laughs> well, there is this idea of the role model and that they should live up to a standard. But then to me, there's also, and maybe I'm being sentimental because I do have a soft spot for John Mulaney, but it's like some people mess up and they don't get out of their own way and as much as you think you can see what they should or shouldn't do like they're mired in all the stuff that you don't know about and it's right. like that it just makes the humanity so much closer like can you still respect someone and what they do and how they do it artistically even if their life choices are not something you respect Right. Yeah. Tricky. Mark, cousin Mark brings this up often. You'll say, can you separate the art from the artist? Right. Right. Which I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. It's such a, it, because I think you don't know the answer. It's just that you approach it like whenever any of these celebrities or artists that you admire go through something. 
just comes up over and over. Yeah. And like happened with like how many people have been canceled the past five years? Like Oh my god, are we still on? Are we canceled? <laughs> I don't know. After all we've talked about John Mulaney's new special, we might get some copyright claims. <laughs> some lawyers might be contacting us. <laughs> we have lawyers. We're all lawyered up over here. <laughs> Uh, we did you sign an NDA? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have my people send it to your people. <laughs> it's oh, a God. lot. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. John Mulaney is at the top of his game still. I don't know. From from what I've read, the reviews are pretty um, uplifting pretty i read one today and i think the word that stood out to me was brilliant so he still got whatever oh yeah yeah Yeah, he definitely i don't i don't think i don't think what he's going through is like (laughs) i don't know how else to say this but controversial enough for people to you know not still love him Mhm. Mhm. I think it is I, mean, I think it is just something to recognize like that it is just personal problems. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is for some people it is and we that is how cancel culture works. Right. Mm-hmm. JK Rowling still has fans. Yeah. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. It's There's a lot going on. Oh my gosh, there's so much going on. There's so yeah. much, and There's so, so little much. time for this podcast. And so, <laughs> and so it is that we will tee up another cultural conversation for our next episode. Yes. Um, what will it be? Nobody knows. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> Find out in two weeks, or maybe a month or two. <laughs> no. Next guest will be Lil Nas X. Exactly. Wait, wait till we. <laughs> and he's got a lot to say about Ellen. <laughs> wait till you hear his opinions on cancel culture and separating the art and the artist and all that stuff. Oh, well, on that note, everyone. Um, oh my gosh, are you going to sign us off? I, I think so. or did I did I catch to. the vibe wrong? <laughs> no, it was perfect. I just don't know what the sign off is anymore. <laughs> I had to think of it first. All right. Wash your hands, wear a mask, get vaccinated. We love you. Good night.